PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Welcome and thank you for joining us and supporting the PDPW Weekly Podcast. Do you let people speak without interrupting? Are you listening between the lines? Does your body language show interest in what they're saying? This week's podcast with Holly Green is all about listening, and she shares why being an active listener is not easy, but it's worth the time and energy for both personal and professional relationships. Here's Holly with this week's message, Are You Listening? Tests have shown that immediately after listening to a 10-minute oral presentation, the average listener has heard, understood, properly evaluated, and retained approximately half of what was said. And within 48 hours, that drops off another 50% to a final 25% level of effectiveness. In other words, we quite often comprehend and retain only one quarter of what was said to us. This compounds the problem when you consider how heavily we rely on the spoken word as a significant method of communication. Listening is an art, a skill, a discipline, and like other skills, it needs self-control. You have to understand what is involved in listening and develop the necessary techniques to be silent and listen. You have to ignore your own needs and concentrate attention on the person speaking. Hearing becomes listening only when you pay attention to what is said and follow it very closely. Genuine listening has become a rare gift, the gift of time. It helps build relationships, solve problems, ensure understanding, resolve conflicts, and improve accuracy. At work, effective listening means fewer errors and less wasted time and do-overs. At home, it helps develop resourceful, self-reliant kids who can solve their own problems. And it makes a huge contribution to a loving and successful marriage. Listening builds friendships and careers. So following are some tips I want to share with you to get great at active listening. First, recognize that active listening is a skill set you need to develop to be even more incredible. Consider the benefits you'll get by doing it and make a commitment to strengthen the right behaviors and eliminate those that might be getting in your way. Use the listening assessment to get an understanding of your greatest development opportunities. Ask others for input on your listening and prompt them to give you one tip you can apply to become an even better listener. I'm going to provide you this listening assessment. I'll review it with you on this podcast, and you'll also be able to access it in a couple of different ways. I'll talk about that in a moment. So think about when and with who you are most likely to be a poor listener. Do you allow interruptions by your email, text, etc. when you shouldn't? Do you find yourself interrupting others while they are speaking? Do you tend to finish others' sentences? Do you ever say, yeah, 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 when someone is talking? Do you pretend to listen when you think you are multitasking, which we all know adult humans can't effectively do anyway, but we do like to pretend? Once you've gotten conscious about when you are likely to be behaving as a bad listener, whether it's with certain individuals at specific times of day, in certain circumstances, etc., trigger yourself to get refocused on listening actively. Take a breath. Remind yourself that it is time to listen actively. 
Ask others you trust to let you know that when they need to be heard or to prompt you if any detrimental listening habits are getting in the way. Maintain eye contact with the person with whom you are speaking. Looking over the person's shoulder to see who else is coming into the room or at your computer screen or your phone or anywhere else is not only rude, it makes it impossible to fully concentrate on the person who is speaking. And it sends insanely loud messages that that person is not important, that everything else comes before them, etc., etc. You know, we tell our kids, look me in the eye when we're speaking to them about something important. If only we could give more of that coaching at work and to ourselves even every day. Smile. Being courteous, gracious, and warm lets the other person know you really care about what they are saying. And sometimes you have to fake it, fake it anyway. Stand straight and lean slightly forward while respecting the other person's space. This posture will imply that your full attention is on the speaker while not getting so close as to make the other person feel uncomfortable. Nod your head and say, "Uh uh-huh, and I see, at appropriate times. These verbal cues will reinforce the fact that you are listening and engaged in the conversation. Be cautious of the unintentional cues we sometimes give. I had a wonderful friend and colleague who got in the very bad habit of saying, mm-hmm, 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 very quickly if he was agreeing with someone. But the impact of it was that it felt like he was either trying to really hurry you up or that he wasn't interested in what you were actually saying. He just wanted to sort of get through the conversation. He had no idea of the negative impact since his intentions were really good. So be sure to give others feedback when they ask for it or to gently prompt your colleagues if you see any of these negative behaviors at play. Encourage expansion by the other person by saying, tell me more about that or will you give me an example? The more you can get the other person to talk, the more you will learn about them and their issues, desires, challenges, and goals. Force yourself to ask more versus immediately jump in with your opinion or comments about the last time it happened to you. If someone really wants your answer or your opinion, they're going to ask you for it. Otherwise, they might just need to talk through something or to feel listened to. If you really can't help yourself from offering up a brilliant solution, ask permission to offer it up and say something like, do you want me to share my idea? Can I give you an an example of when this has happened to me so I empathize with what you're saying? But always make it more about them versus you coming in with a solution. Focus your end of the conversation on asking the other person questions about themselves and their business. This will help you learn as much as possible and also help to keep you focused. Paraphrase periodically to make sure you understand what the other person is saying. Paraphrasing keeps you listening and involved in the conversation even while the other person is speaking. So so what I hear you saying is, is it correct or accurate that you believe X or that you're recommending Y? When you do this, your question take the conversation down a different path. Make sure you take the responsibility for getting the conversation back on track by saying something like, thanks for clarifying. Now back to what you were just saying. Sometimes we can insert a question or paraphrase in a conversation and the person never actually gets to finish talking about what they wanted to talk about. So so make sure you allow the conversation to reset if that's what happens. Spend five minutes without using the word I 
if you become tempted to talk about yourself. Even a minute is, is a huge improvement over what so many of us tend to do. Notice how often you're inclined to talk about yourself instead of focusing on the other person in the conversation. It's just an instinctual response that we often have. And especially if we're empathetic, we, we are really trying to relate directly to what the person is saying. So be aware of this tendency. Relax and don't interrupt. You know, we all think and speak at different rates. And if you're a quick thinker and an agile talker, the burden is on you to relax your pace for the slower, more thoughtful communicator or for the person who is nervous or has trouble expressing themselves. Listen without judging the other person or mentally criticizing the things being said. If what someone says really does alarm you, go ahead and feel alarmed, but don't say to yourself, well, gosh, that was sure stupid. As soon as you indulge in judgmental bemusements, you've compromised your effectiveness as a listener. Remember that a lot of what our brain picks up on in conversations, except email sort of conversations, is visual. Body language, and that's the predominant communication tool, as well as tone and inflection. The actual words that people use is a very small percentage of what we pick up on in conversations. So when you're listening, you want to be paying attention to everything and listen thoroughly for all the cues and clues that there are in a conversation. Ask yourself if you're listening more to your mind than the listener's words and meanings. Remember that as soon as somebody starts talking to you, your mind is instantly activated as you start processing the words and meanings. So which noise are you listening to? The noise the other person is making or the noise in your own head? Unless you are particularly vigilant, chances are it will be the noise in your own head. You can't rehearse and actively listen at the same time. Now, you can't completely eliminate this process of thinking while someone's talking, and you don't necessarily want to, but be aware of who you're really listening to and and constantly try to refine your abilities to listen more to others versus your own self-talk. You know, many of us have the very bad habit of considering what we're going to say next while someone is talking, so use that self-talk to remind yourself to shut up, focus, and just listen for now. Summarize at the end of any conversation, particularly if any of the participants have agreed to do something. This often takes one or so minutes, and it's funny how today's world, it feels like it really slows us down, but it's crucial to make sure communication has been effective and thorough, and we all have the same understanding. To improve your listening skills, I want you to consider an active listening self-assessment every few weeks. You can get this self-assessment by reaching out to me by email at holly at thehumanfactor.biz, B-I-Z, or contacting the PDPW office and letting them know you want the active listening self-assessment. You may also want to share this assessment with your team members and colleagues. I don't necessarily uh, recommend going home to your spouse and telling them they need to take but I'll leave that up to you. Listening is important in every single role we play in our life. So go through this assessment once a month and rate your frequency of desired actively listening behaviors. The frequency scale I want you to use is often, sometimes, or not at all. It's simple enough and it will give us directionally the insights we need on what we can continue to develop in ourselves. 
These indicators define when you're doing a great job with active listening. So let me go through them with you. These are questions or prompts for yourself after you've had an important conversation. Did I let the other person speak without interruption? Did I try to see things from the other person's point of view? Did I convey my interest in what the person was saying? Did I listen between the lines? That is, did I notice connotations and implicit meanings? Did I resist the temptation to jump in with evaluative or disparaging comments? Did I rephrase what the other person said so as to better understand it? Did I still the chatter or noise in my own head? Did I speak clearly? Was I honest? Did I show empathy? Did I treat the other person with respect in every regard? Did I demonstrate through my body language that I was interested and engaged in what the speaker was saying? Those are the core principles of really being an active listener. And another quick tip, take a breath before you respond to someone. In almost every conversation, this will serve you particularly well, especially if it is about something of significance to them or if it's a particularly sensitive conversation. And if you note someone's body language is off or you believe there is something they want to say, but they're not saying it, nudge them a little bit. Not physically, of course, but with your words. Is there something else you want me to know or anything else you believe I should know? Active listening is not easy. Most of our instincts are set up to run, to be active, to speak, to share what's going on in our own head constantly. Winners and those that excel in today's world know that active listening is worth the investment of our time and our energy. It is completely worth it. The value extends to every area of your life. So reach out, get your active listening self-assessment, Take the few minutes to evaluate your current skills and abilities. Ask for feedback from those around you, and you'll be even more incredible. Our thanks to Holly Green from The Human Factor, Inc. And more about Holly's services are available at thehumanfactor.biz. Again, that's thehumanfactor.biz. And to find out more about the Resilient Self-Assessment Form, Simply email Holly. It's holly at thehumanfactor.biz. Again, thank you for listening and supporting these PDPW Weekly Podcasts. To the professional dairy producers, you're the most important asset on this planet. And we wish you a healthy and productive week.